Thanks for tuning in to another episode of What the hell are you doing with my wife? <laughs> <laughs> no, the Talk Football Podcast, uh, where today I'll be fucking my wife. No, I'll be uh, <laughs> talking about how to. Let's get myself together here. <laughs> this episode is going to be telling you everything I know on how to prevent a hangover. Now, traditionally, and what everyone, and including myself a few months ago, would have been, you know, conscious about to do in order to prevent a hangover is, one, take it easy, you know, don't drink too much, and try and down loads of water before you go to bed. You know, and then try and do something in the morning. But the trick is, like with most of my concepts, is to prevent rather than treat. And there's multiple things you can do. And if you do your own research online, you'll find uh, it might be a bit confusing, a bit overwhelming. And there's far too many things that you're going to be like, I can't do all of that just to stop myself from feeling like shit when I want to go out and have a good time. I'm here to try and simplify that information, give you everything I know to date, and hopefully you can take it on board. Now, the first thing to consider, and this is going to be the, hopefully the only scientific, you know, detail I'm going to go into, you know, but any words that confuse you, you know, don't worry about it, I'll put anything in the bio, or if you're someone that has a scientific background, then you should feel right at home. But what happens is, when you drink alcohol, your body releases aldehyde. You know, a chemical called aldehyde. That is used to metabolise the alcohol. And that aldehyde, in turn, is a toxin that gives you that horrible feeling in the morning. You know, you flood your body with aldehyde and you feel like shit in the morning. That's predominantly the, one of the biggest parts of why you feel like shit. You can counteract that through multiple things I'm about to mention. But... Biggest and best thing you can do is supplement glutathione. And glutathione is going to counteract and battle and fight against that aldehyde to stop you feeling like shit in the morning. Now, glutathione is, again, a supplement, but what's important to consider with all supplements is how efficiently can your body absorb it? How much is it worth getting? How much is it worth buying into if... You take it and your stomach destroys it through, you know, the digestion process and you don't absorb it. So consider a good absorbable source of glutathione. You can get that by getting a high quality supplement. And off the top of my head, you can get a, a company called Bulletproof Glutathione Force. So the company is Bulletproof and the supplement is Glutathione Force. They basically coat it and design it in a way where your body can actually absorb it. So it's, you know, it's worth the money. You're buying into something that's going to work. Do this before you start drinking. That is vital. Do this before you start drinking in order to prevent rather than treat. So before you go on a night out, when you're in a sober mind, which is the best place, obviously, to bear in mind all of these things and consider everything you need to do to not feel like shit the next day. So, search Bulletproof Glutathione False. You can find other glutathione supplements. Um, and through, again, my own research, what I found is there's a few things out there. 
you might find something around the £40 mark. Um, I think a company called... Uh, well, it's irrelevant what a company are called, but Lipsamol Glutathione is a form of glutathione that might work. And through what I've read and the research I've done, people are saying, you know, it helps, but it's not as powerful and potent as they want it to be. And through, you know, again, research, other people have mentioned a glutathione sublingual complex, which comes in a tablet form rather than a liquid form, which, you know, just follow the instructions on the supplement and it would be a good way to get glutathione into your system, you know. Um, doing these things will slow down your process to be intoxicated, i.e. you won't get pissed as quick. And if you're drinking to get pissed, you take this into account as seriously as you want to. You balance it out in whatever way. If you are looking to get pissed and fucked up, then you really got to consider what's more important to you, getting fucked up or feeling all right in the morning. That's up for you to decide, but I will give you, you know, the necessary knowledge right now in order to prevent or at least dramatically, dramatically reduce it. So there's something you can do. Glutathione before you start drinking. And when you're considering, you know, going out on whatever day of the week, you know, I know some of you are animals, then what you're drinking is going to have a big impact on how you feel the next day. Something that's full of toxins and sugars and load of additives is going to, you know, through common sense really, the more stuff it has, the more your body needs to process it and the, the more it's going to fucking damage your body and flood your body with toxins. So go for a clean source of alcohol. Now, these are more likely to be expensive. However, they are often a lot stronger. So, again, there's, you know, swings and roundabouts on that one. But stuff like uh, clean, distilled, filtered vodka and tequila, gin, whiskey, these spirits, these spirits not mixed with, you know, um, Coke, whatever you're mixing it with, you know, Cola, Fanta, Diet Coke, jiggly spirits really if you're trying to get fucked up and you're conscious about your health. I drink uh, vodka soda at the moment and be very wary that all bar staff are different and I find sometimes I ask for soda and I've had staff members that don't really know what that is and they assume it's just lemonade, which is totally fucking wrong because lemonade's going to be full of sugar and that's something I don't want and I've been tricked in the past. So look for um, someone that knows what they're talking about and you get soda, soda, which is really just carbonated water as far as I'm aware. So you get a clean source of alcohol and you're drinking, you know, calorie-free um, soda. So that's what I drink. Go for a clean source of alcohol and give it to yourself in a way that your body has to process it as little as possible. So what you're drinking needs to be considered. Look out for, again, stuff that's been added, uh, like colouring and flavours and sweetened this and sweetened that. And if you're, you know, beer being one of the, you know, most popular forms of alcohol, especially for the lads, then consider what beer you're drinking. I know that rule of thumb is the 
bigger, really, and more commercial, commercialised the beer is, you know, not to mention any brands you should all know, especially um, different in all countries and wherever you listen to this from, your commercialised ones will be uh, highly processed and, you know, be full of toxins. I know that uh, Asahi is a little better. It's a Japanese rice beer and they're meant to have, you know, less in it. It's more of a purer form. It hasn't got the, the as much of the toxins in as, say, a Foster's, for example, you know. But if you are, again, drinking beer, then, you know, go for the best source of beer you can have. Stay hydrated is one of the biggest things. And we often result to, if you, before you listen to this podcast, you're probably, your knowledge on how to prevent a hangover is, at the end of the night, try and drink much water and feel all right. It's not really good enough. Hyperhydrate before you go out drinking for a start, so you give your body a head start. Slows down the, the process of your body absorbing that alcohol and allows your body to deal with it a lot better, basically, if you're hydrated. Um... And on that side of things, if you're peeing loads, you know, if you drink beer and you're peeing loads, that's not necessarily because of all the water in it, that's because of the toxins, the toxins that are in the beer. So the less you pee, really, the better. You know, it's, it's probably going to be hard to tell after you've had a few drinks, but the toxins in a beer actually send a signal to your brain which go, what the fuck's this? Get this out, get it out, and then you go for a toilet, you know, every five, ten minutes. So bear that in mind, that's a good indication. Listening to your body is always the best, you know, reference point. But staying hydrated before, hyperhydrate, drink about two to three litres before you go out, maybe if you can. Go mad, you know. During, and I know this is difficult to do because there's a social element that comes in. You know, it's very unrealistic to be drinking a glass of water alongside every drink you have or every couple of drinks you have when you're out with your friends and you're socialising. And whatever strategy you have towards Getting them drinks in, whether you do rounds, you know, you can't exactly be like, yeah, yeah, one, two, three, what, eight, eight beers, yeah, eight beers, yeah, yeah, and a glass of water for me, please, like, it's going to be difficult for you to do, but if you're, you know, sliding off to the side to sort of sneakily get your own drinks and not get a round in, then it'd be easier to do. Again, take it as seriously as you want it to do, and if you can, you know, drink equal amounts of water as you do alcohol, you know, or more, again. It's up to you how seriously you want to take it. That will also lower the aldehyde spike. So you, it's going to prevent that, you know, that horrible feeling in the morning and during. You know? And then still, when you get home, drink a bit of water. But if you, it depends how you feel when you get in. I think it's important to remember you know, sleep's going to be a good thing for you. But if you feel not too bad, don't drink too much water because you'll be up all night pissing and it's going to disturb your sleep cycle you know but if you do feel bad and you know you're going to sleep through anything then drink as much water as you can really before you go to bed now the next thing it's a bit more difficult to do it's more you know realistic for women because they can hold this in their bag rather than blokes getting the piss taken out of them you know holding this in their back jeans but that's like a vitamin c capsule if you have a, a little bottle of vitamin c capsules and you take that throughout the night, you know, you take, uh, say you drink for eight hours and you take three or four, that's going to help in reducing and preventing that hangover in itself. But as I say, 
it's a bit unrealistic to walk around, especially if you're bloke with a capsule and you know a bottle of vitamin C tablets in your back pocket because people are going to think you're a fucking idiot. But if you're a woman and you're out with your missus or whatever it might be, you know, and you want to take it seriously, you know, take it out, even take a few capsules on your own and put it in your wallet somehow, I don't know. But that will work and also assist in helping you feel all right in the morning. How seriously you do take this is probably probably correlates to what you're doing the next day. If you're not too fussed, you know, and you can deal with the repercussions in the morning, then again, you know, shrug this advice off. But if you're someone who knows they've got to get up in the morning, but can't resist, you know, going out and uh, they don't want to miss out on a social in- like interaction or a social situation, then take this seriously. And you will prevent or at least dramatically reduce a hangover. That's really six things, about six things I can mention and simplify in a process and a strategy you can do before and plan before a big night out in order to prevent a hangover. And as I say, it should appeal to everyone because being hungover is one of the worst feelings you know, we can access through you know, our own will. And if you're... I say health is overlooked you know I think people accept how they feel normally is they feel all right because I feel normal and I don't feel on the extreme point of view as you do in a hangover state but I think someone that's not generally in good health but they think they're all right is in a very subtle level of being hungover because you'll be nutrient deprived you'll be unhydrated but because you're so used to it that's just how you feel you accept this is what normal is until you take health seriously you start to do realize and it sounds preachy and it sounds bullshit and it sounds, you know, like a gimmick or a marketing scheme. But you've got to do it and try and take everything I'll talk about in podcasts and everything I mention. But take these angles seriously. And when these start adding up, you know, like the copper analogy, you know, one or two P is not a lot of money. But when you start adding it up, it can quickly surmount to a lot of money. So taking all these things in, into account... And getting into a good place, into a positive state, you'll start to realise how you felt before is, oh, that does feel like shit. You know, I was, you know, struggling to even uh, process any information or concentrate at work and I couldn't motivate myself and I felt stiff and horrible and I got headaches frequently. All these things you assume is just normal, you know, you, you don't take seriously where the core of these issues are coming from. When you start to answer these things one by one, you really gain and reap the benefits of feeling as good as you can. And to, like on a side note, I think it's important that it's something we progressively work on. You know, you if you're someone that doesn't take their health seriously, you will yo-yo. Sometimes you feel all right. Majority of the time, you're going to feel bad. You know, and that all right still is not at the best place you can be. If you do take your health seriously, you're going to feel good. And sometimes you'll feel fucking fantastic. And sometimes you might not feel as good. It's something we progressively work on. And the best advice I can give is because everyone's body's different, listen to your own body. Find what works for you. This is just what I know, like, back by the research I've looked at and the science and what I've tried works for me. 
everyone's body's different. You might need different levels. You might need to take a different approach. You might need to work it into your routine in a more realistic way in order to sustain that idea. But generally, making a start, gaining some momentum is what you need to do first of all. And just even by, if you take nothing else I say seriously, and just by trying this out to prevent a hangover and then going, oh, there is stuff I can do, like the impact of what I put in my body has a massive impact on how I feel. And it should open you up, it should be a catalyst for you to be a bit more open to taking health seriously. That's what I hope, because the more people that get on board, the more of a, a community and tribe or whatever you want to call it I can build around this idea of taking every angle seriously not just going to the gym not just eating right you know all things I'm going to talk about in the future and again all things you can find out about at longlifehealth.wordpress.com but I hope that covers it there's a if you're again if you're if this has been you know a positive bit of advice for you and you want to take it a bit further then take a multivitamin regularly as well. Maybe take a multivitamin, especially or just buy a good source of multivitamins to take and have ready for when you're, you know you're going travelling or you're going to be drinking or you're going to be forced to step out of your routine. So, as I say, if you do your own research, there'll be a load of stuff like this helps a hangover, that helps a hangover, that helps a hangover, but basically you want to simplify it in order for it to work and get a multivitamin and it should cover these vitamins and minerals that will prevent a hangover such as vitamin C, vitamin B1, garlic extract, glutathione, vitamin E and selenium and the best way I could say to do that is find foods that are rich in those nutrients and have that meal, have a big meal before you go out drinking you know or as I say take a multivitamin, find what works for you I hope it works for you, and as I say, contact me in any way, and find out all links to any um, ways to access me, find out about me, all the information based around Long Life Health and the Talkful podcast by visiting longlifehealth.wordpress.com, um, and don't be shy to contact me, let me know what's working for you, um, and let me know whether it didn't work for you, you know, and Contact me if you think I'm talking bullshit. You know, I'm open to everything. I'm all ears. Just don't be a dickhead. Safe.